On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling, I talk with Malta from Shore Buddies, an innovative company that creates stuffed animals from old water bottles. He talks about the importance of executing. You guys are going to get a lot out of this one. Do you feel frustrated trying to scale your business online? Do you wish that there was an easier way? Imagine if you had a proven roadmap to take your online marketing from costing you to making you money. That's why we've created the Profitable E-Commerce Blueprint. We walk you through the same process that we use to run marketing campaigns online at scale for our clients. This blueprint isn't for brand new businesses without market proof. It isn't for businesses without long-term goals. This is for businesses who want to scale up their paid advertising and need a roadmap to profitability. If you want to save yourself the time, the money, and the energy, and learn from people who have already done it, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash blueprint and sign up today. Now for today's episode. All right. I have Malta from Shore Buddies. I am uh, super looking forward to uh, talking with you today, Malta. Welcome here. Thanks for having me, Jordan. Excited for this. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So let's just let's dive right into it. Tell us about Shore Buddies. So at Shore Buddies, we started with making stuffed animal from recycled plastic bottles. It uh, sounds kind of weird. Everyone is like, "Oh my God, how's it gonna look like?" But Jordan, I can assure you, it looks like your typical, if not even better, um, stuffed animal. So we started with kind of this uh, really innovative approach. Um, I yeah read about a company who is doing it for t-shirts and jackets and all of that. And um, yeah, the entrepreneurial spirit kicked in and thought about what else can you make from recycled material and figured a stuffed animal is uh, yeah really similar uh, from the material to, to clothing, to t-shirts and stuff and um, started there. And then we identified that for whatever reason, kids are really the biggest fans of stuffed animals. So that's our audience. Yeah. And uh, so we <laughs> so we work with the kids and educate about, you know, what they can do in their daily life um, to help keep plastics out of the ocean because the plastic situation we created on this planet and especially for our oceans and marine life is, is literally out of control at this point. So does a lot of the, the um, stuff that you do to like kind of um, give back, does that involve, um, uh, you know, like cleaning up the oceans? Is that, is that a big part of, of what you guys do? Um, so cleaning up the oceans, I always like to compare that. So like, yes, we do give back and uh, like cleaning initiatives is the short answer. Um, but I always compare cleaning up the ocean kind of to, you know, you have a good night out, you're out on a Friday night, have a couple of drinks, then you come back to your to your apartment or to your house and the entire kitchen is flooded, right? Like there's water, like knee deep, the entire kitchen floor is flooded. And what is the first thing you're going to do when you come into a situation like that? You turn off the tap. And that's okay. really what we are trying to do. For us, it's like, you know, not going there, picking up the mob and the water is still running, you know, like it's kind of like fighting windmills. So we really focus on educating, like, what is this plastic really going to do to us? And we're still pouring so much plastic into our oceans, into our environment. And that is the, the first thing that we want to change, you know, like creating that awareness, um, especially a, a young, uh, around children and young adults that they, you know, equipped with the, with the education needed to avoid this plastic going forward. Yeah. Yeah. 
Awesome. Awesome. That sounds really, really great. I love, I love what you guys are doing. It's great. Um, was there a company before this or was this, is this kind of your first like entrepreneurial endeavor? Um, so it, it is my second startup. Um, okay. So I came, um, I'm originally from Germany. I've been in San Diego, California now for almost nine years. And uh, when I, it's, it's a typical, you know, like, uh, like entrepreneur story, like quit my corporate job, move somewhere else, trying to find myself. And uh, the yeah. first company I started here was an IT consulting company focused on research labs, working with scientists and helping them, you know, to get a little bit more organized with uh, state of the art tools in their, in their research lab. So we kind of focus on inventory management. And uh, while at the same time being new to San Diego, um, I really learned about this, you know, San Diego has beautiful coastline, 73 miles of beautiful coastline. And uh, when I came here, it was, a beach cleanup was was uh, was a thing here you know like i've never mm. heard that before and um so got involved with a couple of non-profit organizations and really learned about all this this plastic that ends up in the ocean and um also coming from from a european background um what really shocked me i always was under the impression you know like california is the forefront of the green revolution everyone yeah. recycles here loves the environment everyone hugs a tree in the morning when they wake up right <laughs> like california <laughs> and um what really shocked me was the entire like restaurant industry you know like that like for the price of convenience like how casual plastic was handled it was giving out left and right and oh no worries here's just another cup it just goes to the landfill and to the ocean you know like no yeah. one really was was concerned about it and also from like a European perspective, like the mindset was very different, you know, like in Europe, you go to a restaurant, which is like nice restaurant. And, uh, you know, like, let's say like a hundred dollars a dinner, right? Like yeah. uh, with drinks and stuff. And I did the same thing here in Southern California, I went to a restaurant and they gave me like plastic cup with a plastic straw in there. And in Europe, you would be really offended by that. It's like, what is this? This is like a fast food chain, you know, like why yeah, are they giving yeah. me plastic? But, but the mindset was very different. Everyone is like, mm. oh, okay, that's cool. You know, so I was really like, okay, this is, this, is, this is weird, you know, like we have to work something here. And that's why I looked to like, you know, started a really mission-driven like initiative where we can A, do something with all this plastic that is already out there and be really talk about, you know, what can be done better or what needs to be done better going forward that, you know, like um, our children, they, they're growing up in a, in a world where it's going to be more plastic than fish in the ocean, you know, and telling wow. them that they don't want to, to, to grow up in a world like that. So they want to change and, and they are taking initiative and that's, that's the positive news about it. Yeah. Oh, it's cool too, because, because, you know, the products that you have too are really good reminders for children, right? Um, especially if they're, you know, if their parents have talked about it when they bought it, that like, Hey, this is actually made all from recycled plastic. It's amazing. I think it's just, it, it's a great idea. Um, let's, Thank let's you. Thank yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so let's talk, uh, a little bit, um, about what points did you know that, that this company of yours was going to grow? Um, that's, that's really, it's really hard to, to, to say, you know, where you like, I still don't know. <laughs> yeah. Let's go yeah, with totally. that. I mean, like everything, 
every everything is growing, right? You look at the numbers, and and if they're getting better um, over the years, I guess that's growth. But um, like, what is really the breakthrough is is hard to tell because I feel we are in a in a world that is like constantly changing you know and it's 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 hard to say you know what is going to happen mm-hmm. and i remember i started the 2015 and back then it was malta what do you do stuffed animals plastic bottles <laughs> saving the ocean oh good for you buddy good luck you know yeah, and yeah. Oh, uh, that's oh that's cute you know, <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so in a, in a few early adapters, you know, they were like really amazed by, by the concept and situation and uh, what we were doing. And they, they believed in us, you know, and, and, and those helped us to go through the first couple of years and, and ensured me that we are doing something right. And then the really big game changer for me was 2018. Um, and it was June 2018 to be very specific. Yeah. When National Geographic, that uh, like popular magazine, they put on their June issue in 2018, like this upside down iceberg uh, or like upside down plastic bag in form of an iceberg and dedicating like the next two years towards, you know, education about the plastic situation in our oceans. And I remember seeing that as like, this is a game changer. And, and it literally was like ocean mm. plastic is um in in everyone's mindset now you know that's it, it was really um not that a couple of years ago and uh, the progress we made you know like a lot of states a lot of uh, cities and counties they are banning uh plastic products yeah. uh disposable plastic products left and right like california uh washington new york um and a couple more they all already banned the plastic straw so we really like it's it's crazy to see you know like how much how much it can be accomplished in a short time. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I mean, thanks for being part of that. That's great. Um, let's, let's talk, let's talk some more about business here. Um, so you sell your products um, online and you sell them to stockists as well. Um, have you had any challenges as far as um, distribution is concerned? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, it's, more like you know getting in front of the right people finding retailers who who believe in you and um, also for us the online market is kind of kind of very tricky Um, a stuffed animal at the end of the day is really like an impulsive purchase and um, I believe there is not one parent out there that said hey um, I think today is the day where my kid really needs another stuffed animal you know like that (laughs) barely ever happens yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's more about, you know, like what we are telling as a story and the educational part behind that too. Um, and this is really like where the parents come in and it's like, hey, this is really cool. You know, like I would love my, my child to, to like learn about it. So there's like little information, you know, that comes with the stuffed animal um, directly out there on the hang tags. Um, yeah. And we also have combined it with a book. And this really, you know, like helps going there. And um, in terms of distribution, it's it's very, um, how do I phrase that? It's uh, there are certain parts of, of the U.S. that are not there yet. So like no. our biggest yeah. retailers are definitely in the coastal areas. Um, and they are just way more um, environmentally minded and green minded and um, like, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I totally understand. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm West coast as well. And, uh, and you know, we have that very similar mentality kind of around Vancouver. Um, so I, I totally understand. And then you get into the prairies and, and, uh, you know, it's not everybody, but the priorities are, are different, right? And people don't think about it because you're not exposed to the ocean all the time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, like a lot of, lot of, um, consumer products, um, as, as bad as it sounds, but a lot of, uh, consumer products, they are literally in the, in the price war, you know, like the cheapest you can get. Yeah. And, um, we're just at the beginning of understanding, you know, like what all those, like, like really cheap prices uh really mean in the in the long run um for us for our health for our planet for our children yeah for sure so let's let's talk marketing a little bit um what's the best marketing campaign that you've run what's the best marketing campaign that we run um it's really since we have such an innovative product we really um got into a little bit like experienced how things can become viral, right? Okay. So um, a lot of content we put out online um, with our videos um, about our concept, um, all the stuff we do get picked up and shared along social media. And this has really helped us a lot, you know, like being visible and uh, being out there on social media, telling everyone what we do, what we can do is, is great. And, um, a lot of that is really, I feel like necessary these days, you know, to do that, yeah. um, just to stay in mind, you know, like even if you say like, oh yeah, we have been featured on the, I don't know, like Today Show or Good Morning America on the, all those kind of, you know, big TV outlets. Um, the first thing that people do is they try to find and look you up on social media if you're there as well. Yeah. And if your content doesn't match what you just told on TV, um, you're like dad in the water. Totally. Yeah. It's the brand brand consistency, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Like be visible, be consistent on all the, all the outlets way, what you talk. Yeah. What, what's been the biggest challenge, um, online for you? Um, what's the biggest challenge online for us is really like keeping up with the content, you know, keeping up with the content, being creative with the content, um, because it's like, it's a content overflow, right? Like you have what, three seconds or so totally. to get someone's attention and, um, like being out there and always keeping coming up with something new, you know, it's a, it's a challenge. So like, uh, we have really we're really fortunate to have a strong um, and, and really great and powerful uh, creative team uh, who is coming up with, with new concepts and new stories and um, like all of that. Um, I mean, our, our mission is, is clear, right? Like our vision is clear. We're talking about ocean plastic and trying to keep all this plastic out, out of the ocean eventually and really educate about that. Um, and it's just always finding, you know, new innovative ways to, to reach more and more people. Totally. Totally. Uh, yeah, this is, this is great stuff. Um, if, if you could go back, cause this just so you're aware, uh, you know, the people who listen to this show are, are mainly entrepreneurs like yourself. Um, you know, people who have online stores and, and all of that. And, and if you could go back to when you first started, uh, with this whole endeavor, what would you do differently? We'll get right back to the episode, but first, 
Do you feel frustrated trying to scale your business online? Do you wish that there was an easier way? Imagine if you had a proven roadmap to take your online marketing from costing you to making you money. That's why we've created the Profitable E-Commerce Blueprint. You can find out more at mindfulmarketing.co slash blueprint. Now back to today's episode. Um, I would start with a better logo from the beginning. Ah, interesting. <laughs> okay. Um, it's, yeah, we, we uh, rebranded, I think, two years ago. Um, and like the power of visuals, it's, it's really, really a thing, you know, like being recognized and having really like an uncomplicated, uh, easy to understand and um, always rememberable logo. Yeah. Um, and colors that, that helps a lot, you know, like it's, you always want to get this instant connection, like, oh, I have seen that somewhere. Uh, before that, we had a, we had a logo, which was, you know, like, I liked it. I was very in the beginning. It's like, oh, yeah, I need to have all of this and that. But it was way too many details. And um, all those details kind of distract, you know, like from, hey, this is, I know this, I have seen this before, you know, when you have to think twice, when you see a logo, you don't yeah. really have a logo. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Simple with branding is, is the best. We talk about that with, uh, um, with lots of the brands that we work with that we're like, we, we don't like working with drop shippers because they don't necessarily, they haven't created a brand, right. And they haven't created something that's really identifiable and a, and a real company. Whereas like, you know, somebody like yourself, it's like, you really have a, um, an incredible story. And then with that, um, I feel like your branding works with, within that story. Um, so it's great. Uh, I'm going to ask you another question here. Um, what then this is, this is uh, this is a toughie here. Um, and I asked to everybody, uh, what is your, um, secret? Are, are you, are you ready for it? Malta? <laughs> I'm ready. I'm, I'm excited. I love that. That's, that's a good thing, you know, like um, about all those kind of interviews, you get in the questions asked that make you think. I love that, John. Great. So what is your secret to scaling? How do you scale? How do you scale? It's kind of like uh, you, you try many different things, right? And the one that works is where you put your energy. Um, not kind of like the concept, like I have no idea what I'm doing. I throw a bunch of stuff on the wall and whatever sticks, sticks. No, it's uh, like, the, I think the typical entrepreneur term is pivot, right? Yeah. Um, so you find different, like it's like if you, if you write a business plan when you start, that, that's, that's nice and great, but don't ever assume this is how it will go forward. So you go ahead, you get your first prototype developed, you get your feedback, you get all of this done, and then you just have to pay a lot of attention, what your customers want, how the market reacts. Yeah. And once you understand what your, who your, first who your customer is, um, what they want from you, and uh, which direction you want to go, and don't be afraid to like, you know, test it out, and uh, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Try something else. But once you find the way, like something that does relate with your market, something that does relate with your customers and is working for your brand and you see growth, then put all your energy towards that and scale. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. Really good advice. I, I think that uh, people are going to appreciate that. Um, one more piece of advice here that I want you to give, um, what would you give to somebody just starting out just kind of in that prototype sort of phase? 
Um, like I always say, like there, there are two things. A, don't be afraid of Taylor, and B, execute. Be freaking Nike, just do it, just do it. Like there are millions of ideas out there. What separates you as an entrepreneur from, from an idea, from an, an inventor or from, from someone else, what, what brings things to life is execution. You know, like yeah. the only difference between a dream and reality is the execution behind it. So always execute, like, and it, it creates so many things. Once you execute, it's like, oh, I wish I could do this. I like, no, just, just do it. Get that prototype, do it. find ways. Like the greatest part of being an entrepreneur is the journey. And like looking backwards, it's like, how did I overcome that? You know, like a lot of mm. times I get asked, well, what was the biggest challenge? It's like there, there wasn't a biggest challenge. There have been many, many big and, and difficult challenges but you always find a way, you know, you be creative. It's, 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 it's an interesting thing. So like my advice is don't be afraid of failure and just execute, execute and push yourself to the next step. Yeah. Awesome. I feel like, like you and I are on the same page right now, <laughs> get stuff to market, right? Get it out there. And, and it, you know, if people don't like it, then they're not going to buy it. Right. But, it, but you'd never know if you just exactly. kept it, if you just kept it in the whole like ideation sort of phase. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, like one more thing is if you don't hate your first prototype or if you don't hate your first version of your product, you launch too late. You launch too late. It's like, it's <laughs> awesome. a fast environment. And we are at a, at a point like where, you can produce so low minimums that just to test it out. You can like, we have 3d printing. If you have like a physical product, you can get your prototypes done so easily. We just, it's, it's almost 2020, you know, like there are almost no excuses anymore totally. to, to, to get to more. Yeah. So you just, just have to just, be really good at, at it out, get your yeah. I was going to say, you just have to be really good at Googling things. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're going to move on to our uh, lightning round here. Uh, are you ready? Okay. Why okay. is that? But, uh, let's oh. see. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll, we'll see if you can handle it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, question number one, what is your favorite tool or app? Um, ClassPass is my favorite app. <laughs> let's go with that. Like I need my, uh, my twice a week yoga just to stay sane kind of like calms me down and uh, the cool thing with class is um like a lot of times you know like you you're in a hotel or something like that and class you're in a new city and find it i was just in hong kong last week and was super excited to find out they they have class pass so i got my yoga in. <laughs> awesome class pass let's uh we'll put that in the show notes that's that's super interesting um, awesome. Uh, question number two, what is your favorite book or podcast that you're listening to right now or reading? <laughs> favorite book. Um, I would say was well, the favorite book. It's always the next one. <laughs> um, by the book I recently finished, um, which I highly recommend as I'm always like a big believer and, you know, look to people, um, and get advice from them who did it. And if you cannot talk to those people directly, read their books um and the book i read recently was uh the steve jobs autobiography by uh, walter isaacson oh, yeah, and it's, it's a really, really really great book really great story 
Um, I was never a big Steve Jobs fan before I read this book, but he has been like an extraordinary character and like a great visionary and uh, he is an amazing story. And yeah, it's a really great book too. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. Uh, do you have a favorite podcast? I don't really have a favorite podcast, I have to say. Oh, we're going to have to edit that out. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, you've given such good answers. It's nice to know that you don't have an answer for something, you know? That's, that makes me feel good. <laughs> awesome. And then, uh, you know, you did mention Steve Jobs, but is there any other founders that you look up to? Um, Elon Musk. I love this guy. I love this guy for for the vision he had, you know, like um, in the very beginning, he, he like he approaches things like, okay, what is the next big thing, right? Like it's going to be um, like the, the money transactions. We don't really need the banks to do that. So he started PayPal and then he looks like, oh, well, what else is next? You know, like uh, electric cars is probably a thing that's going to come and traveling into space. Yeah. And he started yeah. both of them with like, his own resources. I think it's like, he is not even getting enough credit what he did with Tesla. I mean, this is, he brought the electric car to, to the mass market. Yeah. There are car companies out there for centuries, Jordan. They have had all the resources like a hundred times that he has. And he's like literally this tiny little startup from the Bay Area revolutionized the car market. It's self-driving, the autopilot, it is electric. I mean, Chrysler, GM, BMW, Mercedes, Toyota, what have you guys been doing all those years? You know, like he revolutionized the industry and like there is no way of coming, going back from this. You know, like yeah. the electric car is going gonna, is gonna to be the future. Yeah. Awesome. Man, this was a great uh, chat that we had. Um, I would have liked this even if it wasn't a podcast interview. So <laughs> I really, really appreciate it. <laughs> Um, this is, uh, we're kind of getting to the end here. Where can people find out more about you? Um, I have like, I guess like everyone else, a LinkedIn profile, uh, Martin Ibochitz, um, or contact us to, to ShoreBuddies, ShoreBuddies.com. Uh, use the contact form. Um, let us know about your thoughts. Uh, where else you want to see us go? Um, we are also like, you're always a, you know, big supporter of nonprofit organizations that are, putting in the work and, and, and talking about the plastic situation in our oceans, especially with, with children. Um, but yeah, find us online, showbuddies.com. Um, connect with me on LinkedIn and yeah, happy to, happy to um, answer questions from, from the audience reaching out. Awesome. Awesome. Well, it was, uh, it was great to hear from you. I'm sure that people got a lot from this. So thanks so much for coming on. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Secrets to Scaling Online. If you're loving what you're hearing, subscribe to our podcast and share this with a friend. No, seriously, share it with a friend. No, if you don't, I'm going to find you and I'm going to make you profitable. Got it? No, seriously, 